But yeah, I've never, ever wanted to ask somebody so badly the question, what the hell is on your desk? There's, we know her well, and well, you know her better than I do. I know her quite well. I'm wondering There's, if I should just pause everything right now and can, go. Can you just, let's just put the podcast on hold for 30 seconds. Just go find out what she has in that crock pot. That's the kind of right. get up and go attitude I need to see more of from you, Bryce. Ooh. This is this is invest this is the investigative journalism this podcast needs. Because quite frankly, we have zero investigative journalism. Yeah, I think even saying zero is being generous. Is it a satisfying answer as to what that? What is is that a crock pot, a slow cooker? What do you call that? It's uh, it looks like a, a little uh, slow cooker. Okay, she's got it on her desk. She's working alone in a huge space here in this building. And she's, I walked by and normally I say hi, make a little small talk, but it seems very personal to say to somebody, hey, what are you cooking on your desk? <laughs> well, get ready to be disappointed. Oh. She's not cooking anything. What is it? Another coworker is getting rid of her small appliances from her kitchen. And so she just gifted her. Oh, this is so lame. I know. I thought maybe she was cooking some office chili or some office pulled pork. Some split pea soup. Yeah, I'd pass on that one. It's one of the finer soups. Oof. So that's what I was hoping for. When I walked in there, I went in there, noses up. Mm-hmm. I thought my, I thought the smell would guide me, but uh, there was no smell, which was an alarm, an alarm bell. And then I asked her, and yeah, there's nothing in there. I can honestly say this is the biggest disappointment so far this year. A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size, so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Yeah, that may be a pretty disappointing start to this year. We had a disappointing finish. To 2020 as well. We sure did. Like the, are we talking about the donut thing? Yeah. What the hell was that? That was so upsetting to me. Yeah. So Tim Hortons published a map of Canada. And so it was Ontario, Quebec, Western Canada, and Atlantic Canada. Like we got lumped in with Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and British Columbia. Yeah, I'm kind of offended that Ontario and Quebec were worthy of getting their own bracket in this thing. Yeah. But so, we got lumped in with everyone else. So we're in Alberta, and we got lumped in with those other prairie provinces, the western provinces. And according to Tim Hortons, the most popular donut, the one that we all love out here, is the apple fritter. What? That really upset me. Nobody likes the apple fritter. No, that's a garbage donut. I would it never is. eat that one. It's <laughs> No, neither— do you know anybody who's actually pulled up to the window and go, you know what? You got that entire rack of all those delicious flavors. I'm going to go to that. I'll go with the one that sort of looks like a potato. <laughs> Apple flavored anything is my last choice. I find that kind of hard to believe. I mean, but I mean, I'll eat an apple pie. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an insane person. But the Boston cream is where it's at. 
The Boston Cream Donut is a fine, fine donut, and it should be, if there were a power rankings of donuts, the Boston Cream should be number one. I think it finished number two. Yeah. But yeah, to finish number two to something like that, an apple fritter yeah. is so disappointing and upsetting, and it makes me think that because we got lumped in as a group, that this is all Manitoba's fault. Oh, yeah, I will blame Manitoba. Look at this. Apple fritters good, Boston cream bad. I have never seen anyone order a Boston cream on purpose. I am from Manitoba originally. Well, this makes sense. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah. Man, I just uh, think of all the times someone's brought in a box of donuts oh, into yeah. the office, which I hope doesn't go away as a result of this pandemic. Uh, I never once am like, ooh, the apple fritter dibs. Yeah. If the apple fritter was a character on Friends, it would be Ross. <laughs> it would. Nobody, it's the donut of last resort. <laughs> when you have really, really low self-esteem, you're like, I don't deserve a good donut. I guess I'll just have an apple fritter. May as well eat the box that it came in. Uh, let me grab this. Hey. So you really rattled the adult, apple fritter people out there, right? Well, I, I, I would, I guess if I was... Tom Hanks in Castaway, and I opened up a FedEx envelope, and I found a apple fritter in there. I'd probably eat it, but I would never order one. See, you'd see it in the envelope, and you do that look everybody gives when they see the apple fritter is the only one left, where they kind of purse their lips up and give that heavy sigh, and then eventually grab it and eat it. Yeah, it's like, Bryce, remember when people used to go to work? Remember when there used to be donuts in the break room? Yeah. The yeah. apple fritter used to be the last one. It would be the only one left in the box, and eventually oh, it somebody would just go, ah, screw it, I'll eat it. Yeah. Uh, and see, the people that take the apple fritter first say they like it. That's, they just want to be different than everybody else. They take the apple fritter back to their office, and then they cry because they have an apple fritter. Exactly. It is a low self-esteem donut. Technically, it's not even a donut. It's a pastry. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't belong in this conversation. I, I, frankly, I was appalled for a lot of reasons. Appalled. Wow. One at being lumped in as one collective group of people that upset me to no end. The apple fritter upset me beyond belief. And uh, the other thing was that my beloved sprinkly dink, sprinkle covered donut was nowhere to be seen on any of the top ten lists anywhere in this country. The sprinkly dink and the powdered donut; those are outdoor donuts. That might have something to do with it. That's not an indoor donut. That's not a behind-the-wheel donut because they're so bloody messy. No, it requires a certain level of elegance <laughs> to eat in an indoor setting, which I think I have. In really? Spades. You think you could eat a powdered donut or a sprinkly dink donut indoors? Oh, yes. Oh, I'd like to see this. <laughs> uh, somebody texted, Boston Cream Superior? Bah, I am shook. If I wanted a cup of pudding, I'd raid a kid's lunch bag. <laughs> the apple fritter was a favorite of my World War II surviving grandpa, which means it's good enough for me. But in all seriousness, this is the only thing news outlets across Canada should be debating. I agree. You know what they did? Tim Hortons released this on December 30th, yeah. 2020. That bizarre week where no one is working or if they are working they're not focused on what they're working this on. goes to show me that tim hortons is actually embarrassed by that stat they tried to bury this story when nobody was looking they did that's they, what they wanted they, they didn't want anyone to notice they absolutely tried to bury this thing uh best donut ever is the walnut crunch what that's from justin well justin thank you for uh 
listening at the long-term care home where you must be living because I believe it's the elderly that enjoy walnut crunch, and that's about it. You couldn't pay me to eat a walnut crunch. Um, the people that like apple fritters are the same people that drink nut juice and call it milk. Almonds don't have teats. It's not milk. <laughs> apple fritters are not donuts. Teats. That's a funny word. That's a word you can't not laugh mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through these comments because we put it up on Facebook too. Over 400 comments. Just about apple fritter. Is it a garbage donut? That 400 comments. Yeah. And it's pretty split. That picture is disgusting, actually. It looks like a mistake. It, it looks like a foot covered in uh, sugar. It looks like a club foot covered. <laughs> it looks like a foot of an ultra marathoner at the end of a race. <laughs> when for some reason in documentaries, they feel the need to show you that that footage of them taking off the bandage so you can see their gnarled toes. That's what that looks like. The number of people are like, hey, man, you just haven't had a good apple fritter. <sighs> no, they're all exactly the same. Uh, and I don't want it. Hey, guys, Boston Creams are named after a city in a country that's world-renowned for its obesity and stupidity. Ooh. Ooh, cutting. That is a hot take. Yeah. I don't hold it against the city of Boston. They also gave us Boston pizza. And Boston cream pie, which is fine. Actually, I know they have nothing to do with Boston pizza, but... And the band Boston. More than a feeling, Bryce? Come on. That's a jam. That's a <laughs> that's a certified jam. I have no ill will towards the city of Boston. Uh, somebody else said, hey, only slack-jawed yokels eat fritters. Okay, now the people are just getting mean. They should throw out the apple fritter in the garbage and bring back the blueberry fritter. No fritters. No. I'm not here for a fritter. I'm here for a donut. Fritter, you have a bunch of the letters that you could use to spell foot. <laughs> right? Well... Okay, one more. Uh, the apple fritter is the best, biggest donut you can get. That's just smart. Same price, more donut. I will give you that. Like if you're looking for quantity over quality, get yourself an apple fritter. You see, that's a, for me, I'm using that as an argument against the apple fritter because they're so desperate to get that thing off the shelves, they'll pile more in to a single serving and charge less for it just to try and get it moving. It's almost like, hey, we'll we'll pay you guys to get these fritters out of here for us. Yeah. You know what I was happy to see, though? The uh, old-fashioned donut didn't fit, what what was it, number four or five? It was up Which there. is still too high on the list because nobody goes, an old-fashioned donut, it's sort of like if you took some 1980s bedroom furniture and stripped off the veneer, you know what you got underneath? You got particle board. That's what an old-fashioned donut is. <laughs> it's good for dunking in coffee, man. Yeah. So it was a sprinkly ding. Grow up. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Profits. Two guys just watching the world go by. Now's the time on the podcast where we talk about food. Because... <laughs> Again. We started talking about the slow cooker uh-huh. and an underrated soup, uh, the split pea. I disagree. Uh, Then we started talking about donuts, but I want to grab this right here because this looks interesting to me. Hello? Hey, I got a question for you, or it's an observation that I've seen, and I want your opinion. Okay. Uh, Last weekend, I was out with the kids skating, and I got my doorbell camera notification, and someone dropped off two large pizzas on our step. I never ordered them. Didn't see them. I saw the drop off. My wife's like, hey, we got pizza delivered. I'm like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. 
And about an hour later, the pizza guy came back and picked it up. So I brought this up at work, and I found out a guy at work over the holidays had twice dropped off food at his place, and he ate it. <laughs> food he hadn't and ordered? I, food he hadn't ordered. He said, oh, yeah, it was good. Oh, and I'm I like, would... well, hold it. How, is there a waiting period time that it sits on your step? Well, or do you chase down who owns it? Because you, you don't know who owns it. You've got to phone the delivery company, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care about the fact that it's somebody, they, they made the mistake. They put it on my porch, but that's mystery food. Like, you don't know that food's backstory, and now you're eating it? Yeah, well, he may hear this, but he's a plumber. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I, I thought, maybe is there a time that you're supposed to wait before that is now your food? If I was just sitting on my couch one night, all of a sudden the doorbell rang, and I one outside and there was a like a i don't know a bag of popeyes on my front step i wouldn't eat it now is it going to would it be different if it was popeyes or ruth chris i wouldn't i would eat neither yeah no i uh, i've never been fortunate enough to open my door and there be mystery food there for me i'm i'm with you on this one that i would not be diving face first into whatever was just sitting on my steps no because i would just automatically assume somebody put a booger in it (laughs) (laughs) and then there's someone hiding behind a shrub somewhere with a camera now watching me eat the booger burger yeah or it's a pizza with pp on it so you're eating pp pizza yeah nobody wants that i don't i don't understand that though apparently people do it I've never been lucky enough, though, to have food just randomly dropped on my front steps. No, I guess it could happen. All these delivery services, they're bound to put it on your neighbor's steps by mistake or you get yeah. your neighbor's food by mistake. Uh, has it happened to me? I just, yeah, I can't, I can't shake the feeling that one of my mortal enemies or romantic rivals. Oh, yeah, because you have those romantic have rivals. Many romantic rivals. Yeah. That one of them would be putting a fart salad on my, <laughs> on my steps. Yeah. A pink eye salad. <laughs> oh, I'll take the pink eye salad. Uh, this text. My boyfriend and I had our food delivered to the house behind his, but we were tracking it, so we hopped in the car and grabbed it off their front porch. I think there should be a waiting period before you were allowed to eat it. I think if the wrong food was delivered to my house and it was something I really enjoyed, then I would definitely eat it after a waiting period of 15 to 20 minutes. If they don't realize it by then, it's their fault, Taylor. So a 15 to 20 minute cooling off period. I think that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. If uh, you're going to eat mystery food. If you're going to dive into the fart salad. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't bend over backwards to try and find whose fart salad it is. I think uh, that's up to them to figure out. Yeah, I agree. It is worth tracking your own, I suppose. I'm not sure. going to comb my neighborhood, banging on doors, <laughs> going. I would just walk it right to my garbage in the garage. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go on a pilgrimage to find the rightful owner of this medium Domino's pizza. <laughs> uh, oh, this one too. Uh, I work in an office near a mall. Me and my coworkers quite often go eat lunch in the mall. One day, a random girl walked up to one of the guys I was with, gave him a brown paper bag with a homemade cupcake in it, and just walked away. None of us knew who this girl was. But the craziest part, the guy ate the cupcake. He's fine, but ask yourself, who would do that? I'll tell you who. Brent. That's who. That's from Brienne. Typical Brent. That is a Brent thing. 
I think I, it's totally a Brent thing. I think if a random girl came up to me and gave me a cupcake, one, I'd be like, oh, she's sweet on me. <laughs> Get in line, honey. Yeah. Is what but I then, would say. number two, that person's trying to kill me. Yeah, I would assume, my first thought would be that there's X-lax, because that's something people do still, right? Put X-lax in food without telling their friends. Sure, because that's funny when somebody <laughs> has like, explosive diarrhea. You're in the middle of a presentation, the Johnson file. And all of a sudden, it's that scene from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're just eyeballing anything yeah. that you can sit in. <laughs> like a, a, I don't know, like can, a, a hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would assume that it's diarrhea cupcake or yeah. that they put something, there's like meth in there. Oh, yeah. No, next thing you know, my teeth are falling out and I'm picking my skin off. Yeah. And you just murdered somebody in a trailer park. <laughs> uh, is there another call sitting there? Yeah, we actually do. Uh, you, do you, like if you opened your door and there's random food sitting there, would you eat it? Um, yes. And um, B, I moved to a new area of town and uh, Google Maps hadn't had our address in. So when we contacted Google by submitting where your address actually is, it inadvertently set all of the other addresses in our new subdivision to our house. And if you weren't paying attention on any delivery app, it would just go to our house unless you set an alternate point. So at one point, we for like two weeks straight, everything was getting dropped off at our house. Did Whether you, it be DoorDash, Amazon packages, delivery drivers would never pay attention to the address that was actually on the thing and would just go up to where the Google point would be and drop it off and drive away. So did you eat all of the food that showed up or did you find yourself a part-time job having to deliver food within your neighborhood? Um, sometimes it was easier than not because it would have been cold. It would have been sitting there all day. Like we've had stuff dropped off at lunchtime and then we'd get home after work and it would already, and it had been sitting there because you can see the, the timestamp on the receipt. Yeah. But sometimes we were just at home at like 5.30 or whatever and there would be a knock on the door and there would be a fresh delivery of food. So, I mean, it was still hot in the bag. I wouldn't go to waste it. You never stopped and thought, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm eating, eating a booger burger. No, it was because they always have the seals on them. I, we have yet to come across a delivery bag without uh, like an actual like sticker closey, closed it on top, like McDonald's bags. Mm -hmm. They put big stickers on top to make sure that no food falls out. All of the day, they have their own stickers on, like, it's a little, like, seal that's on every food. So unless that was broken, it was good to go. Or if it was cold, or if it was cold from being out all day, then, yeah, no. I'm getting pretty alarmed at the amount of people who are saying yes to this. Are we the weird ones here? I think I'm starting to think that maybe we are. Am I viewing the world from my ivory tower? Are we uptight? Am I standing atop a high horse? I think we might be uptight. Now I just kind of want to cruise around... Find some random step food. Yeah. And eat it. Just to say that I did. It, I just think of it being like uh, if you're walking down your uh, hotel hallway at night. Yes. And someone's left there. How many times have you been tempted? You're at an all-inclusive. You're on your way back to your room. It's been a long, hard day by the, the swim-up bar. It's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and you see, oh, there's leftover fries on that plate. <laughs> and one of those adorable little bottles of Heinz ketchup. Yes. You're like, I could just take that back to my room and eat that. Oh. I, it's tempting. It is. I know exactly what you mean when you say that. <sighs> Sometimes maybe the siren song is too loud. You're like, is that French toast? <laughs> is that half a hamburger? Who leaves half a hamburger? Do you know what it costs to order room service and you leave half the hamburger?
We come here to visit this country, and we leave half a hamburger here? Yeah. What's no. wrong with us? They're working hard to feed us. I'm going to eat it. No, I've never been that tempted by that. Never. Uh, let's grab one more call on this. Hello? Just on uh, on the topic of surprise food on the doorstep, my mom got uh, a big bag of skip the dishes on her doorstep about a year ago, and she's one of those, you know, got to save every penny any way you can. So she ate it. But the weird part to me was that it was delivered at nine at night, and they found it at eight in the morning. And she, so, <laughs> oh, oh, hang on a second. Uh, winter or summer? It was in the summer. Oh, so it, it, it didn't freeze. But I mean, it, you get it. They have one of those those nest door cams or whatever. So they watched the guy deliver it at nine at night, and it sat there all night out in you know whatever weather it was. Right in the morning and ate their cold steak and potatoes for breakfast instead of whatever they had planned. I would just automatically assume that raccoons or rats or something had nibbled on it in the middle of that and probably peed on it. Yeah, no. And my mom's a crazy neat freak, too. The fact that she ate it blew me away. But, you know, they saved eight bucks for breakfast. So <laughs> we need to we need to do that again on the show. Sometimes is talk about really cheap parents. Because <laughs> yeah. some of the st- last time we did it, some of the stories were spectacular. Oh yeah, my like my mom is just insane. We used to get buzz cuts in the garage sitting on a bar stool, but it's okay because your mom saved you know thirty cents. <laughs> yeah, especially when all your friends were rocking the Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> we uh, we have to make a note of that too to talk about cheap parents one day too. Like I I don't know, <laughs> like, giving haircuts to your kids that's not necessarily cheap when they're little like yeah. you can you know that guy i'm sure in high school junior high he probably wanted a cool haircut like the jennifer aniston but yeah if you're just giving a buzz cut you may as well just sit in the middle of your garage and buzz that head yeah but his mom is eating porch food that surprises me that sat outside overnight that surprises me i would think <laughs> i would think stranger danger food yeah. is a young man's game mm-hmm. and that the older you get the less likely you are to dive into it but here I am, being proven wrong, left, right, and center. You have questions. The Lawn Chair Profits have answers. So we got this text the other day. I'm going to read it to you once again, Bryce. Okay. Hey, we need to talk about drone people. It's always the same guys that own a drone. Yesterday, I'm out on a job site working, and a guy pulls up and starts flying his drone. Every once in a while, I glance over, and the guy is almost always looking straight at me. This goes on for quite a while. Talk about awkward eye contact. Anyway, uh, it feels like they always want to talk about their drone, but they want you to approach them. Drone people are weird. That's all I have to say, Michael. Uh, But who's weirder? The drone people... The acreage people, the horse people. Oh, yeah. People who live on acreages are a little different. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the past. So don't be upset, acreage people. It wasn't us that decided you're weird. No. And sometimes I yearn to be an acreage person. Yeah. But I don't want to be, I don't want to have the weirdo stink on me. Yeah. So anyway, we just started talking about maybe we need to do, we've done, talked about doing the power rankings of donuts. Maybe we need to do the power rankings of weirdos. And put where do drone people fit? On the list of weirdos. They are a different breed. Yeah. I don't know. Like, sometimes I think maybe I'd be a good drone guy. But then I often wonder, is it just minutes of fun? 
Cause I'd be out there by myself. It's like when I went through my metal detector phase <laughs> and I thought I was going to find riches. I was bored within 17 minutes. And then I thought to myself, I spent $1,400 on a metal detector for 17 <laughs> minutes of fun. I always think your hobbies should be something that could impress the fairer sex. <laughs> You'd, so what do you mean? So would you, with a metal detector, are the ladies swooning? Probably not. I don't you, know, Bryce. You're a single guy. Do you want to borrow my metal detector? <laughs> I don't think I do. No? And I don't think if I were standing in a field with a drone that the girls would come rushing up. Mm. I just get that vibe. That's just my thought. Because uh, sometimes, I'm like you, I've seen people flying drones, and I'm like, and then they get some really cool video from time to time, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I could do this. I don't know what I would do with the video, but it seems like a thing I could do. You know what you do is you get your realtor's license, because there's two things every realtor must have here in 2021. Uh, one of them is a drone. The other one is a photo of you water skiing in a business suit while carrying a briefcase. Hey, that look says, I'm here for business, but also a good time. Every realtor has that picture now. Every I, single one. Yeah, so I've thought about drones, but then I thought drones, they kind of have the same stink that crotch rocket motorcycles have, mm -hmm. and where they look like a lot of fun, but they've kind of been tainted. Oh, and, yeah, and by, a, by a handful. It's like get, when you get gasoline on your hands. You just can't wash that smell off, and that's what would happen with a drone. I just feel like I would give off perv vibe <laughs> if I was in the park with my drone. Like... Fathers taking their daughters aside, like hiding them, sheltering them from my, it is kind of invasive when you think about it. I've been there wherever a drone flies over. I'm like, what are they looking at? Yeah. So you, do you give the drone the finger? <laughs> Throw <laughs> shoes at it. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, what about people who play music from speakers in their backpack? Oh. Uh, yeah. I can't stand that. Enjoy your music. That's fine. But that's what headphones are for. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. I just encountered that a few days ago on a dog walk. The guy walked by listening to some terrible sounding dance music. It's never good music. Have you ever heard somebody blasting music from a backpack or from the handlebars of their BMX bike or from their car when you're sitting at a light and you've gone, oh, that's a good song. Yeah. No, it's never a good song. Yeah, I need to Shazam that. Yeah. One of the symptoms of bad musical taste is you listen to it really loud so everybody else can hear it. If that's you, chances are you have bad taste. Yeah, same goes for people who, uh, I don't know if you've encountered this, on a golf course, people who play yes. music while they're golfing. Yeah. You can knock that off. Ooh, really? Trouble in the backswing, Bryce? Yeah, I need to focus. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, what about people, grown-ups who love Disney World too much? Oh, <laughs> oh the adult <laughs> fans of Disney. Uh, I love, one of my best vacations ever was a trip a few years ago to Disney World. It was spectacular. I loved every second of it, but I got home and I was over it. And were you there with your kids? Yeah. Okay, see, I feel like if I just went there, if I found a sweetie mm -hmm. whilst flying a drone, and me and her went to Disneyland without kids, I would just feel weird. That's where I would feel pervy. Oh, I've been there with my beautiful bride, just the two of us. I'm sure people do it all the time, and there's and it probably— was, It was fine, but what I'm talking about is when I got home— Oh, you left—, you left uh, As soon as I Disney. walked out, I, like I got back to the airport, and I threw my Mickey Mouse ears in the garbage, and I flew home, <laughs> and I moved on with my life. <laughs> you left the magic at the kingdom? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. People who wear—like the grown adults who wear like the Disneyland merch— Yeah. Outside of Disneyland? Last time I, I was there, I was trying desperately to find a t-shirt or something. 
that was a Disney World or Disneyland T-shirt that didn't reek of, I don't know. I just couldn't find anything. I don't know why I even wanted one. I never bought anything. No, they no. were they were swooning you, and it was working. Uh, so you line four, we haven't offended you. The the we've offended I think the acreage people, the drone people, the horse people, the loud music people, the Disney people, the Disney people. <laughs> and you forgot the PT Cruiser people. The PT. Now, was that you that texted or? That, yeah, that was me. Okay, because uh, I was going to say, oh, my God, are there a lot of people out there who feel the same way about <laughs> PT Cruiser people? Yes. If you ask anyone in the car industry, the PT Cruiser people are weirdos. <laughs> so if you work on a car lot and you see a PT Cruiser roll up, you're not. nobody's clamoring to go serve that person. No, no, you're not selling anything. They just want to talk about their PT Cruiser. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. and you know, the other thing is uh, you were talking earlier this week about people who uh, won large sums of money. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, no, but I have a cousin that won uh, over $20 million. Ooh. And what trickled down to you? Uh, listen, he's a very generous guy, so uh, I've been able to enjoy $400 bottles of scotch, which I would never in my life be able to support or justify um he, he gives me some stuff you know he's he, he's rich now so he buys stuff and then he sees a new model of it and then he phones me he's like hey dude you want my old thing because i gotta buy the new model so i get like brand new really high-end stuff for free how old was your cousin when he won 20 million uh 44 years old okay it hasn't ruined him uh, you know what? No. He, uh, he, he, I'll tell you there's a little bit of annoyance when he's complaining about things that are, uh, you know, $250,000 complaints. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> he's, pretty, he's pretty much the same dude. He just, instead of a basement, so he lives in a mansion now. Uh, the PT Cruiser people, Bryce. I know one. You know him too. He wouldn't have had one when you knew him. We know somebody who had a PT Cruiser? The guy who taught us how to do this job. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we had the same yeah, that teacher at radio school. Yeah. And uh, when I went there, he had a PT Cruiser, and it was hideous. It was one of the ones with uh, fake wood. Who decided that? Like, who decided it could have been anything? <laughs> you could Because basically, it's wallpaper, Bryce. It's not real wood. No. I, it's like... It's a roll of wallpaper, and they put. You could have gone with a nice Victorian floral pattern. You could have gone with some stripes, but no, you went with fake wood on what is supposed to be an aerodynamic. Well, not that a PT Cruiser is aerodynamic. I don't know why they did what they did with that car, but they swung and missed at every opportunity. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would have to think, though, that. Like, if we started doing the top 10 list of most hideous vehicles of all time, I'll bet you the PT Cruiser would be the cherry atop the Sunday. It's certainly top three. Maybe the Pontiac Aztec. That yeah. was even uglier. That was a tough one. Yeah. And so, while you're not weird for driving a PT Cruiser. You're weird because you walked onto a car lot and saw all the options. Yeah, and went, oh, that must be mine. That. That's the one for me, and that's what you chose. Like that's a shaft of light, <laughs> angels from. Oh, you found your car. Like no, 
No, no. Uh, oh, have we talked about the bird people? Oh, don't even get me started on birds. Yeah. Why would you want that in your house? Do we have any listeners left? <laughs> I'm sure we're you're well-intentioned a, people. We're cutting a wide swath. <laughs> well, we know some people who got a bird. Yeah, they had to pull the brakes on that one. Well, yeah, because you even said this won't last two weeks. How long did it last? I I think maybe two weeks. And most of that time was spent trying to rehome that bird. Yeah, because they realized just how annoying they are. I think they lasted a few days and they're like, wow, this thing never shuts up. (laughs) Bird people. (laughs) Uh, Somebody just texted, I used to work at the Humane Society. The bunny people were a bit odd, but we could spot a bird person from miles away. A rando would walk up to the adoption desk. They'd be very strange and they'd say they'd like to adopt the 12 budgies and the parent uh, and the parrot. And then the oddities would all make sense. Hmm, interesting. Oh, look, a bird person. Uh, I'm a bird person. We are definitely weird. Parents make the parrots make the worst pets, but we put up with their nonsense. Anytime a non-bird person sees me with my bird, though, the first thing they always ask is, "Is that a real bird?" Like I'd have a stuffed bird on my shoulder or something. <laughs> I don't understand why. And people will say, well, you take your dog out for a walk on a sunny Saturday afternoon, but your bird doesn't need walks. No. Why do you take your bird to the park? No, that's just odd. Yeah. I could maybe, maybe get the appeal of a parrot if they could shut their mouths at night. Or if they could swear a lot, because that's. That's really, fun. that's the only thing you want to hear a bird do, is you want to hear a bird swear. And yeah. for some reason, it's wildly entertaining when it finally happens. Yeah, I don't want to hear it repeat my name or cracker or something like that. I want to hear it cuss. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits stay in the dumpster behind the building by the rail yard. Classy. Classy. <laughs>